Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv Beef. I'm Liv, and today I am here with a very, 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 very special guest. So today I'm here with my friend Katie, but it's not the Katie that you guys know. Oh, no, no. Um, so the Katie that you guys know is the one who I have my other podcast with, but this is a different Katie. Mm-hmm. This is Katie who designed my new podcast artwork. I did. Thank you. <laughs> it was really easy. Someone messaged me and they were like, software. did you do it? And I was like, I really wish I did but I didn't. Um, so yeah, today Katie is here. She's visiting. She's back home mm-hmm. because she doesn't live here anymore. Unfortunately, <laughs> Liv and I don't get to see each other very often. We see each other maybe like twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's a summer surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But she's back for a bit now. Do you want to like say? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we've been friends for a really long time. Back in <laughs> 2001. <laughs> basically yeah um no 2002 i was best friends with a person and i was pretty territorial about that person yes and so yeah but so lived when like I 20 moved, minutes away yeah 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 so mm-hmm. she so our friend should we say her name well we'll just say our friend yeah so katie and our friend were best friends mm-hmm. and then but she lived like 20 minutes away and then i moved on to the same street as our best friend Yes. And like had no idea about you, like just like, no, because I moved in the summer, like school hadn't started yet. So like I became very close with my next door neighbor, the friend. Yes. Um, and then we went to school and I found out that the friend already had a best friend. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the that best, best friend, friend didn't want didn't like anyone else <laughs> up in their friendship. And I was like, well, I just like became best friends with this girl. So like and I hated you. Yeah. <laughs> And like, <laughs> Jess, we hated had a you. Feud, a great two. It was two a love feud. triangle. It, it really, really was. was. Yeah. <laughs> but then, in the fourth <laughs> grade, after no third grade, third grade after three years of no one year. Oh my goodness! It was only one year. I know. Okay. Yeah, we met in the three. second grade mm-hmm. when we were what seven? It turned seven. eight. And then she moved in the third grade. She, the 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 target of our affection, like the third, <laughs> the best middle friend. friend, the middle friend who I loved and live. <laughs> apparently was also best friends with um <laughs> moved away and um and we, we were just we just we were, were forced, forced together to we didn't make any other friends during that first year <laughs> no. we were fighting apparently we were just t- too busy like being friends with that friend and then also hating each other like that took up yeah. all of our time i have this this is a memory that i always tell people to kind of like paint <laughs> what it was like and i first day i think it's impressive and it kind of paints what our friendship was like at that time mm-hmm. and we were in music class and <laughs> Liv knows what's coming. And we're all sitting in a circle on the floor. And the music teacher said the next activity involves partners. And this was the time when our third friend was still like <laughs> who we wanted, obviously wanted to be with. But for some reason, both Liv and I made that like school kid eye contact with each other to be like, hey, what's up? Like, we're going to be partners. Yeah. And then we both, when they said, go find your partner, broke that agreement yep. and went for the third friend. <laughs> So that meant that we both were like, I'm going to trick the other person <laughs> into thinking that I'm going to be their partner, but really I'm going to go for we the third friend. We were seven. We were like, seven. That's pretty messed and up. And I knew I have <laughs> met my match. <laughs> <laughs> that, it was at that moment when we both turned to go to her, we were like, and like basically like ran to her. Like, forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then she moved and we were both devastated that we like had to become friends. Yeah. But it worked out pretty okay. Yeah, it turns yeah. out we were like a great match for each other. We were other. a great match. <laughs> <laughs> we're just being petty little bitches. A little eight-year-old. Still can are. we swear on the podcast? Yes, we can. Okay, okay. I just have to click the explicit content box. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Have e. you ever done it before? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I wanted to be different. Oh, oh, 
yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now I'm just airing laundry. I also want to say that we both read the Harry Potter series at the same time. I was going to say. Fell into a spell of like deep obsession. But Olivia, in the period when I was really not loving her, would pronounce Hermione's name Hermione. Hermione. And I was like, Olivia Bierman, it's not Hermione, it's Hermione. <laughs> and she's like, how do you know? And I was like, I don't know, like, that's just the right way. And then the movie came out and I was, and it was super Hermione. smug. And I literally had to just like eat my own foot. I was like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And I was like, that's why I deserve to be top friend <laughs> and not you. <laughs> But then came yeah. along like Harry Potter themed birthdays and oh like playing goodness. Harry Potter at lunch. We had Gryffindor scarves. Like it was, a, yeah. it was a, a and like imaginary games with sexual undertones where like <laughs> we would be imagining in the Harry Potter universe, but we would have boyfriends who were in the Harry Potter universe. It's like, I'm, I'm pretty dating. sure I had Draco Malfoy. Always. And yeah. I always had George Weasley. <laughs> yeah. Just like horny yeah. imaginary play for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then <laughs> it transitioned to like Bratz dolls. Yep. And like, <laughs> like obviously like smooshing oh. plastic booties. <laughs> and Alone. I didn't even have boy ones at that no. point. <laughs> oh. And they just, I recently, for my niece, took out the Bratz dolls. Oh my God. Their fashion's really cool. Like, I had a newfound appreciation for what they're trying to right. do. But they just have this soft, plastic mound where their genitals are supposed to be and i just know that every doll in that package has been smashed against another one and i'm like seven-year-old no my five-year-old niece was my niece was playing with it and i was like oh the things these dolls have seen oh my god <laughs> to this new five-year-old owner who's playing with them so so in nice a gentle and polite yeah. way yeah I mean, I used to play with them in a gentle and play way until we started playing with them together. <laughs> I think that, would you, who was, was I a, a bad influence on you? I had an older sister. Yeah. So that was the thing. So I was in the know. So about all I things. came to my mom asking about sex because yeah. your sister showed us the Sims cheat where you can right, make them can have sex and then take the, <laughs> the bed away. And you can <laughs> see you could see their like of naked bodies entangled yeah and i remember you showed me it and i was like like actually shook and yeah. so my mom still to this day is like yeah katie had like a seven-year-older sister and like yeah. she is the one who like instigated the the sex talk for me definitely because i came home and i was like what like and my mom was like oh my, my god like, so i wouldn't say you were a bad influence but you just like you were always the one who like made me cool like with fashion with oh, like knowing know things that. yeah but it was because you had an older sister and like yeah she helped she, me a lot yeah she yeah. had like low rise jeans with like the belt from garage Studded with like belt. the like she the so did holes. she used to flat like iron her hair with the clothing iron yeah. because that's how you did it back then yeah and i, I was, remember being like her hair is so flat and shiny like and beautiful how, yeah but still damaged from doing so, that. So like probably do that. more damaged than, than flat iron. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so then came along Twilight. <laughs> Wait, okay. So yeah, Bratz dolls. I guess the next would be Harry Potter went on for too long. Too long, So that long, was like yeah, a, yeah. A, a really long period of our lives. Yeah. And then, yeah, Twilight was a big one. I remember Twilight came along when we were in like the eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. Old enough to go out on your own if your parents drop you off and pick you up. Yeah. So I really specifically remember like for the movie Twilight when it mm -hmm. came out, we went to Jack Astor's with like a with group like of a girls. Like a big group of girls, yeah. Now that I've been a waiter, I know that that 
is the worst table you can yeah. have. Oh my because God. they don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not going to tip you. Yeah. And they're just generally going to be weird. But I remember feeling like so up, so in love with Twilight and there's also a newfound sense of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting there waiting for the movie to start being like, this is the best moment of my life. Yes. Like, we have imagined this Twilight world Mm -hmm. and like imagine these characters and like it started like that kind of like zooming in shot over the trees and I was like having heart palpitations I was like I'm gonna get to see Edward on the screen like it was so magical and it honestly exceeded my expectations it's (laughs) such a bad movie but at the time I was like yeah it was the first time I loved a book so much that it coming to life on screen blew my mind yeah blew it like even more apart. than harry potter even more because we were harry too potter. young oh, for yeah. harry potter i think we were like we were so young we didn't understand that like that was a big deal but yeah. then when it came to twilight we were like this is insane. a huge deal yeah and it was combined with that like i am very dressed up in this movie theater <laughs> i just had dinner all by myself wearing, like, and a paid for a shirt with polka dots yeah. on it wearing like... those long garage shirts with lace at the bottom <laughs> yeah i was talking about those with my friends the other day um and I how about that often the combo would always be like the it was like a tank top like a like Mm -hmm. a muscle shirt with With a long like a a whole like hand length of lace and then like the um like the like the boob tie shirts yeah like they'd be long sleeve and then they would tie around your boobs and then sometimes like a big belt buckle Mm -hmm. that you would like scoop the lace up over yeah man or i remember like like the the shirt it was like white lace on like around the bottom it was super yeah. long and then it would have like a graphic to you with like a cheeky saying on oh it. yes from that blue like, notes yeah like i don't know wtf <laughs> yeah not even that cheeky true yeah probably yeah. So, way lamer than that probably just yeah. like brb yeah <laughs> brb and then LOL. those like sequin purses with like the big oh, sequins yeah. on them i had a brown oh, one yes. or no i had a silver you had a brown one for a really long time i had a brown one and it was in the back of my closet and that's where i hid my alcohol in high school was in the I sequin purse that. yeah yeah i have a lot of memories of like reaching around and feeling the sequins and yeah. then pulling out like vodka and being like cardi Raz. oh man <laughs> yeah Ooh. We're jumping ahead a bit. We're, ju- I think. we're getting ahead of, <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. We weren't drinking booze at the same time Twilight came out. <laughs> Although you started, we should watch did, Twilight though. now with booze. Um, I watched Twilight recently because Bridget told me she watched them, and I was like, "Well, I have to watch them now." Yeah. It was so much worse than I could have even imagined. It's really, it's really cringy. So bad. Yeah. And like they just get worse and worse as they go. Like the fourth one was just. I don't even think I, I saw think the I saw second no. part of the fourth one because we just grew out of it way too fast. But oh, man, oh, yeah, I am happy that we had that magic though that we got to oh, go to the yeah. theater and be like, whoa, we were at the perfect age. We Words didn't have to be those to adults who were like into Twilight, <laughs> like the moms. They were around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those moms went on to be into Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever read that? Mm-mm. I read it in university when I was in university. Someone like in our dorm room like sat there and like read like the like the part with like the two balls that she like sticks up inside of her and i was like (laughs) i don't remember that part um but yeah i never saw the movies or anything so we've kind of touched on what we want to talk about which is yeah being horny as a young person yeah and being a little lost about what that means like yeah thinking you know exactly what it means but like looking back you're like i knew nothing yeah there was a lot of feelings so many feelings where do you even start let's start in like 
when did it it kind of all when started the like the first end of moment where you were like oh there's tingles down in my body <laughs> <laughs> i feel so i have felt before it was like in grade seven i think how old are you in grade seven 13 12 uh, yeah thir- 13 is grade eight 13 is grade eight okay yeah yeah so like 12 ish yeah um and i the, like the youngest like sexual memories i have like in, in like a school kind of sense was like the dance at the end of grade seven okay when like taught us what grinding was right and that was the first time when i was like whoa wait like whoa what that was like the first time that i really like did things with my body that like were too young or like sought out to be perceived as sexual yes which is a whole nother thing i feel than like feeling horny yeah because you can feel horny but be like don't look at me anyone like i'm not a sexual being yeah exactly yeah because like before it was like playing with dolls and like imagining that we had boyfriends but this was like dancing like (laughs) front to front with a girl yeah Yeah, dancing front to front with a girl. With a girl. Like, it wasn't even with guys at no. that point. It was, like, three but girls. But it was, like, like moving <laughs> your body in a way that was, like, that, like you, you knew felt was, was yeah. sexy. Yeah. yeah. And, like, thinking back, totally. it probably wasn't. Like, we were probably just, like... <laughs> oh, I I would never want to see a tape. No. Oh. Uh, but um, then, I think when grade eight started was, like, when we... Like, when you started getting boyfriends and, like... Yes. The, like, movie watching party started and yeah. stuff like that. I have memories from which is crazy. I'm a teacher now, so I see children all the time and my school is K to 12. So it's just so strange to me to think back on my memories and then place it with with the children I'm, I'm seeing and interacting with. Yeah. But I remember in the fourth grade, we would like hug boys mm. and that made, it didn't make me feel horny, but I knew it was like different. Yeah. That it was a different hug. That That's it was true. like, I don't know. It, it just made you blush, you know? Yeah, like It yeah. just made you feel like, ooh. Yeah. Because hugging at feelings. that point, it was yeah. like, are you going to hug him today at lunch? Yes. Like, it was a thing. Yeah. yeah. And hand-holding, too, like, yeah. gave you special feelings. Yeah. I wouldn't connect them necessarily to, like, sexual things. No. But they were feelings. I think for boys, it 100% would have triggered, like, a sexual Maybe. type of reaction. But I, I think- would love to talk to a guy and talk about, like, when you first started feeling i've talked to greg about it and he's yeah, like yeah basically too, when yeah. i was like seven i like discovered porn and i'm like well okay okay <laughs> like, which is a whole nother conversation whole of terrifying conversation but yeah yeah he's just like from like the earliest memories i have guys would just like talk about sex because yeah. they had older siblings who l- would just like tell them things and and i was gonna bring this up earlier i think my biggest like if i had to pick a bone with how i was not like birthed into sexuality but like exposed to it yes and and the language that was used and like what tools and information were given to me i think the biggest bone i would pick is that like no one mentions that sex is one of the biggest and most important things in the world Mm -hmm. that it's used to sell things it makes it just makes the world go round. like it's absolutely everywhere everyone thinks about it it's in like what makeup you put on sometimes i mean it doesn't have to be but it's just like it's just embedded in everything and i feel like boys get to be taught that Mm -hmm. in kind of in like an induendo way but they seem to know it a little bit more yeah where like i just what i just didn't know that yeah i just didn't know that like it's like it's it's like you're not in in on the joke yeah 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 it feels like that it feels like a room knows something that you don't know and especially when like you're like 11 or 12 and men start like older men start to see you sexually yeah that that's an i remember that feeling so specifically yeah it's a shit feeling yeah where you're like they know something i don't know like there's this big mm-hmm. 
joke or like stupid thing that I'm not in on. I think I was even more naive than that where like I didn't even still recognize that until like a way older age. Like I would listen to like songs or watch music videos and like I still didn't clue in that like somehow that like pertain to my life in some way like I didn't know that like young like the guys my age were like thinking those things I thought like it was still just like an adult thing and like I don't know I remember watching like Nelly Furtado and like seeing it and being like oh she's so pretty and cool Mm -hmm. but like not really putting two and two together that like now when I watch those videos I'm like whoa this is like almost like sex on yes like you know what I mean yeah um so I feel like maybe because you had an older sibling you were like more into a little like more into yeah yeah but um, it still feels like i feel like cheated in a way yeah you know it's like yeah. hey like kids deserve to know the truth about the world mm-hmm. and you can explain it to them in a way that's not you know explicit yeah but I but i know. think the way we were explained it especially in school and by my parents honestly yeah. was just like they like saw it as they made me see it as just a thing yes that was like in a vacuum it's like sex is this yeah. like it's to do this this yeah but they weren't like it's just like the most normal talked about thing in the whole world mm-hmm. and exactly yeah and so kind of discovering that yourself was like i wouldn't say it's hard but it's just like it can be good at sometimes it can be exciting mm-hmm. but i also can be really scary yeah even if parents didn't explain to children that like sex is this big giant thing that everyone knows about i think just explaining it aside from it's like re- reproductive purposes mm-hmm. would have helped a lot yeah to be like this is how we make babies avi but also yeah. this is something we do because it feels good because no one told us that ever ever a parent ever. even the health nurse who was like very open about talking about stuff never they never told you and for a woman that's massive yeah. Because I feel like boys get to understand that it feels good the moment they masturbate. They're like, oh, yeah. this is great. Mm-hmm. And we have to be taught about masturbation. Yes. And we have to, like, oh, yeah. I sucks. feel like guys, once they reach a certain age, which is like very young, <laughs> they all know that they're all doing it. And they just talk about it all the time. They joke about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Girls don't do that. No. I remember there was like a specific one sleepover when we all like confessed that we like knew what masturbation was. Mm-hmm. But we were like... oh my god like 16 yeah like it was like we were old so much later and i know guys from the age of probably like eight or nine they're just like all accepted that they all do it and talk about it all the time i was talking to a mom recently who has um a three-year-old son and an older daughter yeah who's still like a child but is in the school is in primary school and she was saying like her younger son has started playing with his penis like just kind of like putting his hands down his pants like deedling it around <laughs> and they have to put him in overalls when he goes out so he doesn't deedle his pee pee <laughs> his willy and they just she was talking to me she said it's like we talk about it all the time in the house like it's like don't touch your wee wee like it's this <laughs> joke we make jokes about it and the boy knows it's funny and like it's just this silly fun yeah. thing and she was just comparing it to when her daughter grew up there's just no equivalent and she said that she feels like very forced comfortableness. Like she has to force being comfortable when she uses the word like vagina and vulva mm-hmm. with her daughter. Like it's still not natural for her to be like, yeah. don't touch your vagina. And we were saying like, if the daughter had been playing with her vagina the way the little boy had, she probably would just be like, you can do that, but in your room and right. where the boy is just like, I'm just going to put you in overalls because it's absolutely inevitable that you're going to deedle. Right. It's just, I feel like that's the start of, Oh, for sure. Understanding everything. 
Oh, for sure. And it's tough. Like, I'm not a mom, but I don't know how I would do anything different. No, exactly. Yeah. So you don't want to shame your little boy. Greg was listening to um, Dak Shepard's podcast and he was talking about, he was talking about this. I don't know who the guest was, someone who's like an expert in this, but they were saying how like in a long time ago, like before we had like walls separating every room and like big houses, like, oh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This blows my mind. Yeah. That that kids just heard their parents have sex. Yeah. And that's a normal thing. And that's still a thing in like some third world countries where they yes. don't have like how like walls and stuff. Like you're all in one small tiny room together. I feel like just in any together. country sometimes that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Except for here apparently. Except for here. Um, But like yeah, suburbia. and he was like, he has like a four-year-old daughter or something and he's mm. already like thinking like, how am I going to talk to her about like masturbation? Because he's yeah. like, they're like super open parents and like yeah. I'm sure most parents like don't even breach that subject but like he's like i don't even know because she's already four and like you know that that's a thing that like with your son like you do you know talk about dealing yeah. or whatever but like about he's like what do you do with the daughter whereas like in those kind of cultures it's just so normalized i guess like yeah it's such it's just like not this big like taboo subject i don't know it also goes like if you're hearing your parents have sex i feel like it feels like kids okay i'm gonna organize my thoughts okay I feel like if you're hearing your parents have sex, you're understanding what sex sounds like. Yeah. Who is benefiting from it. You know, like yeah. you say both your mom and dad are like moaning. Yeah. I don't, I want to like wash my mouth out with bleach after <laughs> saying that. <laughs> which, which is something else we could unpack. True. But like, I feel like right now porn is, is filling that need in children. Yeah. And porn is unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So they're watching porn to be like, how does this work at all? Or like, I yeah. know that this is a big part of the world, but I don't really understand it yet. Where maybe if they just like were to walk in on their parents having sex by accident, like, oops, they would get to see a more like functional and normal representation of what it actually is and sounds like. And, and they also get to know that their parents do it, which I think is important too. I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> my parents don't. I would, they have never have. <laughs> never <laughs> not was, even to have you i was talking to someone the other day and they're like i'm okay thinking about my parents having sex but your parents definitely never have <laughs> and i was like thank you you understand okay i remember when i had this sex talk with my mom i was like so shook and i remember sitting there with like my head in my hands i was like yeah i just i just can't picture you and dad having sex and she was like well then don't picture it and i was like ew, <laughs> ew. <laughs> that makes me um it made me want to die yeah yeah but i remember watching this is my favorite memory of me because i think it's still it kind of is like what my essence is <laughs> i remember okay. watching franklin soon after the sex talk and being like oh, oh my god franklin's, franklin's mom did it okay that's so funny so my friend had like four kids in their family yeah and his best friend was like when they were younger, he's like, oh my God, that means your parents had sex four times. <laughs> um, one memory I do have of when I was younger, because I read The Lovely Bones, that mm-hmm. book in like grade nine. And I remember there's this part where like she's laying in bed and she hears her parents having sex. Yeah. But it's like not a, in like a uh, way. She's yeah. like, she like hears them like giggling and like talking yes. and like it painted in, in this like really normal and like nice light. And I remember that's the first time that I ever read or like heard about it in that way at all yes that it was just like this fun thing that they were doing not like for reproductive purposes or like in a porny way and i was Mm -hmm. i was shocked i was like oh what like 
giggling what like i know or like talking yeah i still feel like it's reproductive or porny and there's no in between Mm -hmm. and porn is getting better and and i feel like there's a lot more representation that's in the middle Mm -hmm. especially like queer representation and just Mm -hmm. like different bodies and different types of people having sex and it's all fun yeah but it's still like when you're in eighth grade it's pretty you know there's still that big like duality and it sucks yeah yeah so where to next <laughs> where to next well we were talking earlier before we started about like when you start doing sex stuff mm-hmm. and um what that feels like and i think because we're at this age i immediately start thinking about my future children in that position yeah and even though we went through it i feel like and we both came out fine and we haven't had any horrible experiences yeah thank goodness um but i think there was an awareness even when we we're younger that it could be horrible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even at like pretty innocent basement parties in like the ninth grade when there was no alcohol, mm-hmm. you still had that feeling that like you weren't fully in control of what was happening here. Yep. Yeah. Like I, with someone who like I trusted so much and like really loved, they like laid me down on the floor and like tried to kiss me like laying down on the floor. Yeah. And I like was just like, nope, like this does not feel okay. Like I need to like Acutely be more uncomfortable. Con- yeah. 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 Like I need to like have more control over the situation so that I don't feel like this. Which is amazing that your little brain yeah. went to that conclusion, you know? Yeah. But if there was ever a way to talk about like boundaries, it's just, there's just so much you don't know when you're that little. And like the, re- yeah, the reason why you don't get to have someone telling you about boundaries is because the only boundaries that parents talk about is you're too young to be doing this. Exactly. And that's it. And so it's like, you have to navigate it all on your own. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a mixture of a lot of emotions for me. Cause I think that in these memories, I was like really excited mm-hmm. and I was feeling like very <laughs> tingly, <laughs> tingly, like in a way like that was bigger than what Aladdin brought on, which is like really big for me. Um, but also there was like some like weird shame stuff. Yeah. Not always with uh, like with dudes. Yeah. Or like at dances, but also just like in my own bed alone felt some shame. Yeah. Um, and guilt and being scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having a lot of questions. Yeah. A and lot. like having to turn to the internet to like yeah. Google things that, yeah. Yeah. We're super scared. Do you remember when everyone wanted you to Google blue waffle? Yeah. <laughs> I never did it. No. Me either. I never. I still ever. to this day don't really know what it is. I'm going to Google it right now. Because <laughs> I like people who have Googled it. Oh, my goodness. That was a huge thing for so long. Also, that's another thing that made me feel like out of, it felt like that's the in joke. You know what that, I mean? Yeah. And two girls, one cup. Yes. That's like, I didn't realize at the time, but that's like a porn video. Yes, it is. And I thought I just it was just a bunch some... of blue waffles. <laughs> Good. I love those kind of Anyways, waffles. Anyways, sorry, continue. Um, no, I didn't realize at the time that that was a porn video until no. I was talking about it with Greg like this year. And he yeah. was like, I was like, was it on YouTube? He was like, it was like a porn thing. And I was like, yeah. I was like, people watch porn like back in grade nine when we were talking about two girls, one cup. Like what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember feeling that exact same way. Because I heard that it was like girls like, eating poop. But I didn't know. And they I were like, like having YouTube, sex. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I no. Know it started with sex. No. And like when I think about mine, <laughs> like I'll be at limited knowledge of the sex world. And I think about like poop and pee play, which are like (laughs) 
a thing yeah and i respect the heck out of it but like so deep in the sex sexuality nuances that to bring that to the forefront of like a ninth graders yeah perspective yeah is like super fucked up yeah to have them and leads be like, to this oh, culture this- where you're never going to respect people who are into that yeah because exactly. you laughed at it when you were like 14 yeah from such a young age you were like this is disgusting yeah that was that's i'm so glad you brought that up because that's a moment where i i laughed along with it i felt out of a joke yeah i felt kind of like the joke was about me in a weird way you know yeah. what i mean because it was because it was two girls two girls and no guys and i was just like i'm missing something <laughs> and it didn't feel good it sucked we were missing the part that it was about sex we're that's missing the, the part a bunch of young dudes <laughs> small part of me that just wants to show my daughter so much porn so she can go to school and be like (laughs) (laughs) but Um, you know what I mean a little bit oh my god no yeah I always I often think about how I'm gonna like talk to my daughter about these things porn included porn included I have so many ideas but like who knows when you actually have a kid you're gonna be like you're so little like never grow up so that'll be up. I know um I have a feeling I'm gonna be really scary like I'm gonna be like (laughs) the gym teacher on mean girls you know yeah because i've I've seen so many ugly things yeah that i'm gonna be like just so you know it's real dangerous out there <laughs> yeah i'll like carry a knife <laughs> I, I probably also will be like that because i was yeah so cautious when i was i, I still am yeah. like never had a wet night stand like don't trust anyone I like i've always been very guarded so I think I'm just going to pass that along and be like, I survived. Like, here's my survival guide. I know. But like, that's not explaining how fun sex is. No. You know? Or like the how joys of it. How do you even explain how fun even? sex is to your daughter? To be like, me and your dad. Like, we me love. Me and your dad. <laughs> um, also, that I didn't even know like sex toys were really a thing until like quite a old, like until yeah. like high school. I remember in high school, the only sex toys I knew about were like giant dildos, you know? <laughs> always have to be giant giant veiny <laughs> phallic dildos um yeah. in the sex store i used to work at um it was like a resource center but mm-hmm. sold a lot of dildos sold a lot of everything it was wonderful oh, i didn't um, know you sold products yeah well i'm just gonna plug it um, okay <laughs> but plug it <laughs> uh, i worked at a sexual health and resource center when i was in university mm-hmm. that served the student community and the community community um and it was primarily a resource referral center so that people could come in and ask questions and like we would give them or direct them in the right direction we would guide them in the right direction there there we we go go. and then also we had a wall of like not-for-profit sales or wholesale rather Mm -hmm. um using all the wrong words (laughs) wholesale so we would order products in and then sell them at the same price so that it was like cheap for students and it was like dildos it was like beginner kink play it was a lot of condoms which Mm -hmm. people was really popular lube just any cool things like massage bars um and i remember my favorite one (laughs) because i think it lived up to what i always thought a dildo was was one called the gladiator and it was just like arm thick and purple yeah it had so many veins yeah and i always i became very like protective of it because people (laughs) would come in and giggle at it and i'd be like what you laughing at (laughs) (laughs) don't talk about the gladiator don't talk about the gladiator in front of me because i love it (laughs) it's serious (laughs) but it's not serious it's a giant purple penis yeah yeah there's um at the sex store in halifax venus envy they have like oh i love all their all their dildos are on this door where they Mm -hmm. have like little holes and they're all sticking out and you can just come by and go like this and go like (laughs) (laughs) like, um 
Anyways, that was an aside to saying that we only right. knew about giant veiny dildos <laughs> and not all the ones in between. Did not know there was like, have you seen those things that are like a necklace that's a vibrator? No. It's like a little like thingy on a necklace, but like it's cool. secretly a vibrator. Didn't Secret. know that like anything like that would have existed. There's ever. so many cool things. I was in there yesterday actually. Oh. And there's like a vibe that is for long distance partners. So you yes. control it with an app and it does, you can like write your finger on your phone and it will like match the tempo of your finger. So it's like, it's like Whoa. straight up sex. Yeah. It's amazing. Whoa. It was super high tech. crazy. Yeah. Whoa. It must have been very expensive. And there was like a vibe. Oh, it definitely is. But worth it. There was <laughs> <laughs> there was a vibe pattern that was called cha-cha-cha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like. One of my friends was saying that her roommate in university had like a sign on her door that said, beware of buzzing that's she's probably the dopest person ever now. i know i was like why didn't i have that well i didn't have a vibrator in college no but. when did you get your first vibrator um too late yeah like but also maybe just at the right time you know no because my the person who i was with was like shaming me about it so like it really okay. wasn't at the right time but i eventually did despite what they said um ordered it on amazon and <laughs> God bless. back the guy brought it to my door and I was like, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think in order to use them with your partner, there should be like a conversation about it. Because yeah. I understand when maybe there's just like misunderstanding of how they work or like yeah. what they're going to replace. But really, they're not a replacement. They're just like to ampl- amplify yeah. feelings that are already there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think in order to have one to use personally, that's kind of your business. You know, I think so. It's and same you. with we were talking about before we hit the record button like yeah. masturbation when you're in a relationship with someone and yes. how like some people do perceive that as i don't know just something that they're not okay with i guess yeah um and like that can be tricky too yeah i think there is this portrayal in like media and in just like pop culture which i guess are the two same things um but that when you're in a relationship, when you're having sex, you don't need to masturbate. That like masturbations for lonely people who aren't getting laid. Right. And so when you find out that your partner's doing that and you maybe haven't explored the different needs it fills for a person or like the different feelings it gives someone, yeah. then it does feel like, oh, am I not good enough? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you not getting what you need from me? Yeah. Which, yeah. And if you're already kind of insecure, like maybe you feel like you don't have sex as much as they want you to or like you don't do what they want you to like you can feel very like intimidated by them deciding to do that on their own time I guess Mm -hmm. it almost feels kind of like a personal attack on you yeah if you already have insecurities so I can totally understand why because sex is so personal like it's so tied to your ego it's so tied to like your body Mm -hmm. and how you feel about your body and your expression of self yeah that any interruption or questioning of that is amplified like it just feels, oh yeah it's just in it's just so vulnerable yeah yeah and it like brings things up that you didn't realize you suppressed yeah for a totally long time. oh yeah <laughs> so much to unpack <laughs> so <laughs> i wish i lived here i know poo oh we I live in, such a great podcast i live in china she for the china. listeners yeah, yeah we didn't talk about that all right so oh, yeah. just quick jumped up to now time jump Time so jump. you're living in China. I'm living in China. I'm teaching. Yeah. So my fiance, I talked to people I was having dinner with last night about why I don't like that word. <laughs> it's not because I don't want to use it. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I love being engaged. Yeah. I love all the attention. Yes. But I don't like forcing the person I'm talking to to acknowledge my engagement. <laughs> and when you say fiance, they got it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, my mm. fiance. And then they go like, oh, 
when so you get when you married. And I love that. I'm so into it, but I you I don't. feel like I'm voicing it. So I usually <laughs> just say bad husband. For <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel bad from like the barista. <laughs> yeah, I live in China. I'm a teacher and I'm a kindergarten teacher, which is a lot of fun. Yes. Um, what else about me? Maybe like I'm what home. your like what your background is and what you're studying. Oh stuff. yeah, okay. So you have a good part of the reason we're talking about this with yes. me, not just like a <laughs> just like useless a amount of knowledge. <laughs> I have some expertise, which I yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I went to school and I studied gender studies as a minor, and my major was in environmental science. But I found out later that gender studies, which is what I love to talk about and what I love to explore, and it really blew my mind for so many reasons because before university, I'd never acknowledged or thought about gender no and and being taught about different systems in our society and how they benefit some people and oppress others just like it really made my mind explode yeah so I loved it and then um I worked at that shop previous mention gladiator dildo super protective (laughs) (laughs) it's just I can picture it so well in my mind um if I ever go back to Kingston I'm gonna buy it um (laughs) And then I, and what we also did there, which kind of veered me in the direction that I continue to go in, is that we offered accompaniment to a sexual assault and domestic violence unit in Kingston. So if anyone had a, a terrible experience the night before, felt like they had been assaulted or violated or needed to go to the hospital for those reasons, um, we would accompany them and we would walk them through the process and talk to them about what they needed to know, what the certain laws were in this area, and then like what their rights were going forward. And I really loved that part of it. So I, after I graduated, moved to Bahrain, which is in the Middle East. And it's by Dubai. <laughs> it's an island. A little small thing. You got to zoom in on the map. <laughs> and um, I was a teacher. I was worked at a kindergarten there. But I also worked at a helpline for um, women who were experiencing abuse or had just been in an abusive situation. So that was a huge learning experience for me as well and I worked Mm -hmm. with this fantastic woman who founded the organization and just was so wonderful and um yeah I just did a lot of positive things there so now still teaching still love it (laughs) it's hard to have two things you love I always feel like I have to choose them um and then I'm going to do my master's in social work yay and just hopefully continue to talk about dildos forever all i want <laughs> just want to tell people about the gladiator i know my daughter is going to be so embarrassed of me probably, i can feel like that probably. i'm going to be like so wanting to know about yeah uh, how she's feeling whoa what were we talking about what were we talking about i mean like, that i said i live in china oh i said i wish oh, i lived here yes 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 oh yeah i do wish i lived here yeah <laughs> but i also love china i yeah. love it and i'm really sad to be currently away from it because yeah. of the virus and if anyone who's listening is experiencing um you know fear from that virus i feel really you know i'm thinking of them yeah it sucks yeah it's really scary how do you feel anything you wish you had touched on i don't think so i mean i feel like this could be a two-parter or something we could always do like a a second episode before you go back home i would love to okay cool. i already feel so podcasty yeah i feel like I being like to all the listeners <laughs> Okay, so to I want you to know my number one fear was um, not having a good podcast voice. Oh, yeah. But these I've... microphones are so good. They make everyone have a good podcast okay, voice. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Because they like, they pick up like any like raspiness and like good. Okay. They're good. Okay. You have a good voice. Good. I've never really heard anyone with a bad podcast voice. I don't think. I've listened to a podcast and I had to stop listening to it. Oh. oh there no. was just someone who sighed a lot. Oh. And I was just like, 
and like took a long time to finish their sentences mm, you yeah. want someone who feels like you're having a conversation with them yeah 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 okay cool so you'll come back for another episode then yeah when will you maybe we'll get feedback on it yeah and see what people want more of yeah well guys thank you so much for tuning thank in this you. week and listening to us talk about <laughs> our horny Young. younger selves if you have any like if you want to add anything make sure you follow yeah. the new instagram at life chats with lib b mm-hmm like comment something dm me i can pass it along to katie we can just talk about you guys talking about us <laughs> um yeah but if you have uh, any like questions comments concerns requests send them along send them along but yeah and take out your old brat dolls and smush them together <laughs> that's if there's a moral that's the moral smush your brats okay. smush your brats have a great day Bye. do you listen no oh. mind. <laughs> I just love this podcast where at the end of the podcast they say stay, stay sexy and don't get murdered. So because oh. it's a murder podcast, okay. but they're also like the coolest stay woman alive. I should so have a thing. At you the should end have of a mind. sign off. Okay, what's my sign off? Smush your bat dolls together. <laughs> <laughs> Take their soft genital mounds and rub them. <laughs> if you have no concept of what sexuality is and you're keen to learn more, if you are an adult, it might be not light your fire. Okay. There's definitely some brats porn. Okay, well, not that I know that, but there's everything porn. Yeah, I know. Don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look up what. One time I was in at camp, a sweet Christian camp, <laughs> oh, and no. um, I had to dress up as a character from Monsters Inc. And it was like the lady with, <laughs> you know where this is going. It was a lady with snake hair. Yeah. And I looked up like her name, and it was just like her boinking Mike Wazowski. Yeah. And Mike Wazowski had a peen, and I was like, no, he's a spear. <laughs> It. just like where penises are oh okay. it was big it was okay this reminds me of like that disney princess thing with no pants oh when you said you loved aladdin all i picture is like his huge his chesticles, huge chesticles. <laughs> okay guys look up disney princess nudes yeah cartoon and, version and if you're into it monsters inc <laughs> adult xx <XXR. laughs> i don't want to i kind of want to look i up. think i looked at blue waffle i think that's your thing <laughs> All we got was some blue waffles, though. I know. I okay, actually didn't. I didn't like, see more images. Monsters. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> I hope Greg finds it enough to confront <laughs> you. He's like, um, oh, my God. I know. What? The fuck? Oh, these aren't cartoons anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't look this up. Whatever I know. you do. Was it? Was it this? probably that's horrifying <laughs> so scary oh my god see it's exactly where you think it should be but he's a ball i pictured it so little it's huge <laughs> all right well see ya. we're just gonna wrap this up now <laughs> bye guys <laughs>